0: Hello, hello, Welcome to episode 34 of Mixed Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is Ashley Appup. Thank you so much for joining me for the 34th case of Mixed Identity. My guest this week is Ashley Appup. Ashley is a comedian, Based out of Melbourne, um, because of course she is. That's I only speak to Melbourne-based comics now. Um, I was speaking very recently with my friend Emma Holland, Melbourne-based comedian Emma Holland, about how strange it is that I'm speaking to mainly Melbourne-based comedians uh, from my place in Belfast. But um, I'm having a great time. It's been it's been excellent. <laughs> Ashley's List was an awful lot of fun Uh, a lot of songs that I hadn't heard a lot of songs that I probably should have listened to more uh, a lot of songs that I'd heard before but not properly listened to so uh, it was an awful lot of fun and this is one of my favourite chats, Uh, I had such a great time with Ashley, she's really really funny um, had some great reasons for for the song choices put a lot of thought into it Um, and yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this one if you're new to the show if this is your first time listening then just let you know that the playlist is already available we release that on a Monday and the podcast comes out on a Thursday so if you search for Mixtape and Identity all one word in Spotify you can find the the profile you can find the playlist pretty easily um, or you can find it through Instagram at Mixtape and Identity Uh, all the links are in the description and that's about it I'll be back at the end of the episode but for now we'll get into episode 34 of Mixtape and Identity with Ashley Appup How often do you actually listen to music at the moment?
1: I would say, if not every day, every second day. Um, But I primarily listen to podcasts, which makes me kind of sad because I I love the music that I love. Um, But I can't, like, sleep without podcasts. I can't, like, walk between one room to another without one, it seems. Um, Right. But I, I wish I listened to music more as an instinct because I feel like there's a very big difference on your brain versus Mm -hmm. listening to a podcast um but I'm very bad at finding new music that's the thing so I just listen to the same stuff over and over and over again
0: yeah yeah I get what you mean it's literally only through doing this show that I've got out of that habit because I was the same I would I was all podcasts all the way um because I felt like every time I went to listen to my music I was like I'm bored of that now like like it, this is i've I've listened to this playlist so often i've listened to this album so often and i can't think what i'm in the mood for so i'll just go with a podcast yeah it's easier
1: yeah exactly because yeah. you can't really predict what's going to happen but you know like roughly what it could yeah. be
0: exactly yeah absolutely <laughs> um and when you're listening to music then do you, do you tend to go for albums or playlists or what's the sort of go-to
1: yeah i love i love an album start to finish. I'm a big musical theater fan which I'm I'm already yeah, yeah. regretting I'm going to get so much judgment I I feel like from anyone that listens to this with my, some of my choices in my songs but you know what? I had to be true to myself okay. so everyone, okay, everyone can come calm, calm the fuck down um <laughs> but I love listening to like a, a musical soundtrack from start to finish I love to go for like a huge right. walk and listen mm-hmm yeah like i said album start to finish but i probably only have two playlists that i listen to okay. over and over and over again and have for like four or five years that i don't add anything to don't take anything out right so i've got to do something about that <laughs>
0: Yeah, I get. I've I've talked about this before, but I get very similar to myself. I I used to have that my playlist was my most listened to songs of 2017. You know, mm-hmm. Spotify rap top 100. That was my playlist, and I I was like, that's perfect. That's me in a nutshell. I never have to change. Yeah. I never have to grow. I Never have to listen to anything different. I'll just get stick with that forever. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And you know now. No, I hate it. You can you know every year since then I would say has gotten progressively worse. So. You can just yeah. pretend it's still every year's twenty seventeen. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great idea. Let's go back to then.
0: Yeah. I, so what was what was the first music that you you bought or that you owned?
1: I remember. Oh, I remember the first album that I bought with my own money. Um, yeah. Was Simple Plans still not getting any? It was two thousand and I think four or five. Um okay. it was their album that had like their song Shut Up. I'm I'm like you can I can I don't know if anyone can hear that I'm like smiling out of embarrassment. Um I was like <laughs> nine or ten. Um and it was like Christmas right. money or birthday money, and I was like, I'm so emo. Let's go. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Like I was like watching Lizzie McGuire every day. But I was um <laughs> and, and there's that song there's a song that's called like welcome to my life and it's literally them being like yeah has anyone ever made you feel bad you ever want to like lock yourself in your room and scream and i'll be like yes this is me every day no one understands me but the first album i think that was bought for me was uh probably of course i'm australian the wiggles um okay <laughs> <laughs> as a child or something something else like that some kind of like Children's entertainment propaganda, where they right. where they teach you to be kind.
0: <laughs> you said propaganda it makes it sound like that's like you've resented that.
1: Yeah, look, let me make my own mind. Why up. did you
0: make me kind?
1: Why did you? There's, <laughs> yeah. there's an Australian kids' TV show band that were called High Five. Uh-huh. Was was that ever? Did you, have you ever heard of High Five? Oh,
0: that does ring a bell. Actually, yeah.
1: Okay. Then, then okay people might know who they are but they had an album that absolutely was one of the first things I remember being like five or six and, and getting it for Christmas um, and they have a uh-huh. song on there called North, South, East and West which surprise is them teaching you North, South, East and West so that you can yeah, know good. how to follow a compass but the, 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 the lyrics are North, South, East and West let's get this party going what <laughs> Anyway, I just wish that I could have had a choice in in learning about that stuff, because now I, I think about directions and I'm like, we're going to turn up, which doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like, not everything has to be a party. Every- you just, it just, just be educational. You could just be like, right, here's the directions. Now you know that. Great.
1: I'm a straightforward person. If you want me to no. learn, tell me. Yeah. Look, this is a song about learning. You're gonna learn, yeah. or yeah, you go the the pit bull route, and everything's a party. Yeah. you can't combine them. Yeah. I don't hear I don't hear pit bull teaching me how to do calculus. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a I have a, a son who's like 16 months now. Um, Congratulations! And thank you. My my wife has recently discovered it's it's called Grace's Corner, and that it's like a. have you heard of this
1: i have a, a two and a half year old nephew so right i know i know yeah. it all i so know we a... got coco melon right that's a big thing
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um but grace's corner is like um it's like hip-hop styled nursery rhymes and educational songs and um they've got like the the beat going and everything and i don't know like Just like part of it, I'm listening to, and we're like, okay, I get like the novelty of it is quite cool. So when you first hear it, you're like, okay, that's that's pretty class. Okay, I like that. And then you look into it, and there's like hundreds of songs, and it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. And the songs are like, let's count to 50. And you're like, you you could get through this, like, you just get through that so much quicker Mm -hmm. if you didn't like have to make a beat around, like, you know, it's one uh, one number per bar, yeah, like. This song is six minutes long, right? It it should be
1: fifty seconds long, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Maximum. There should be a second per song if if you're really counting. It should be about teaching kids to sound to count like with the proper amount of time. That's an educational song that doesn't exist. I've never heard. (laughs) Like no one ever knows how long a second should be when you're like playing hide and seek. Wow. let's make that song <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that yeah a song that basically just teaches children just get to the point yeah like like all this like all these tangents and everything that you're talking like no one's interested no. just get to the point here's the numbers that you want to count here's the story you want to tell forget all that other stuff the
1: planet is on fire we need on. to hurry up if we want to learn how to count yeah. <laughs> learn how to do it quickly <laughs>
0: Oh dear. Um, and then moving on so what was the what's the best live performance of the best live show that you've seen
1: Oh, oh my God. Okay. Oh no. Big question. Bi- that is a big, that is a really big question. I've seen so many things, especially when I was a, was a teenager mm-hmm. in my like late teens, I was very into, uh, like screon pop punk. And okay. I went to a series of shows, uh, this band Joyce Manor, they're one of my favorite bands there, a pop punk band out of, um, Southern California. And they came to Melbourne Mm -hmm. a few times and I got to see them in this like tiny room where um, everyone was just diehard fans and they were kind of just like about to blow up more than they already had. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was the day that, wow, like I guess two prime ministers ago, um, we had a prime minister named Tony Abbott who everyone hated and I think Mm -hmm. he got elected that day um right, and okay. he was very conservative and you know yeah like a pop punk crowd is not yeah and sure. they were playing and there was like a break in between a song and, and the lead singer went to drink some water and someone in the crowd screamed fuck tony abbott which is the name of the prime minister and everyone mm-hmm. started like cheering and, and he kind of looked around he's american he had no idea what, what anyone was talking about and he went, yeah, man, yeah, fuck Tiny Albert, and then kept playing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, everyone in the crowd was pissing themselves off. It was so funny. <laughs> and, like, he had no idea. He had no idea what he did. But it was, like, everyone in the crowd was, like, this is the best. This is so funny. <laughs> um, so there's there's been so many other times that are, like, really emotional and, like, like also one time I saw, I, I'm a big John Mayer fan, and... Um, Mm-hmm. and i saw him perform while i was living in la and i was going through a really hard time and all the songs that he was playing felt like it was like a set list made for me as like a lifelong fan of his so those two i would say right. were the they're very different experiences but those two stick yeah. out to me in, in ways that i'm like oh wow live music what a dream
0: yeah yeah absolutely yeah i, I know like there's, there's something very very special about about both of those things but i i have been in a similar scenario where I've been in a small room with a band that's maybe bigger than that room. Mm-hmm. Um, the the main one that, that stands out for me is uh, I was actually in Brisbane um, okay. when I was, I, I went on a, I did a gap year when I was a teenager and uh, I was in Brisbane and I happened to be in Brisbane when Biffy Clyro were on tour. Oh. Um, there's
1: nothing, and, there's nothing uh, of good taste up in here. So I have no idea.
0: Oh okay, uh bi or claro like a uh like if genuinely you might like them uh, uh there's, there's there's gonna be some overlap um they're a really really good band, uh, but they're from Scotland, which is why I think they're not super popular in Australia, yeah, uh, so I think that was the thing about the room is like it was a small venue, but they're like a really really popular band in certain corners. Yeah. So the people that were there were really really passionate about them. Um so the energy in the room was ridiculous. Um because it's not like I've I've been in those sort of like slightly smaller venues where you know it's a slightly smaller band like they've maybe had one song on the radio and they've they've, they've sold out the venue and that's like a big achievement for them. Biffy Clyro at this time w- would have been doing arenas in the UK. Yeah. So for them to be doing a smaller room and then everyone was just so on board, so into it, like singing along with all the songs and like not talking over the quiet bits and just like having a good time god that it's yeah there's something really really special about the energy it was so much fun
1: yeah especially when it's uh, like over time even if a band isn't from somewhere i feel like this the next Mm -hmm. time you see them if they've made any progression in their career Mm -hmm. that separation between those tiny venues and even something slightly bigger like you can't replicate that yeah. if the space gets bigger. Yeah.
0: yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: It's a special thing. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, definitely. I like. I find that a lot, especially in Belfast and Dublin is the other sort of place we go to a lot for gigs. Um, with the bigger venues, especially, it does become that crowd where people are like along for a night out, or they've heard a couple songs in the radio and they might as well check it out. And that's like that's fine. People can do what they want, but it just. It dilutes the energy a little bit, and it just makes it a little like there's just so many people around me that I'm like, you're annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm listening to a quieter song, and like you're talking to your mate, and do what you want, but also shut up. But also, it's
1: please go home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Just yeah, exactly. Just get yeah. home. Um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> everything would. Everything. Everyone here just would be having that. a great time if you just went home. <laughs> <laughs> No offense.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not personal. Yeah. It is. Uh, <laughs> let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So we'll, we'll we'll jump into the list here. So yeah. song one is a song that you fell in love with straight away. So your song is "Average Joe" by Oscar Scheller.
1: Oh yes, I love this song. I didn't expect it at all. So Oscar Scheller, um, he writes his own music, but he writes for a lot of other artists as well. And one of the okay. most popular ones is Ash Nico, who's like, uh, she's a rapper kind of like hyper mm-hmm. pop and hip hop rapper um right. and he i don't know what it is i i hadn't listened to a lot of his music before i fell in love the song i would listened to his first album which is called http or something like oh, see i can't remember anything how can I remember more songs than like the 20 that are in my brain? Um, he had, had this this great first album. I think like Lily Allen featured on it. It was really good. And then this was one of the tracks from his most recent album, which I think is called Boys Cry. Um, mm-hmm. And I just love what the song's about It's and the way it sounds. I, I usually, it, like, it sounds like it could be on the radio and I usually don't uh, kind of gel with songs that, I feel like everyone would like but I do feel like everyone would really like this song like there's something about it if it played mm. anywhere like at a party at like a bar at like the supermarket it always makes me yeah. feel really good and the whole like message of the song is him being like oh, I'm a bit I'm weird but I like myself and I'm like unique mm. and special and I'm a man but also I'm not masculine and that's fine and I yeah, like what a great what a, what a lovely song by a lovely man who loves himself. Like just, and it's a really fun yeah. song to listen to. That's really, that's a simple, but also 5,000 word explanation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I hadn't heard the song before. I'm, I I really, really like this. And I, I agree with, it. I think it's an energy that could be, could be anywhere and people would just vibe with it because it's kind of like this, I don't know, lo fi energy that just, it's just very accessible and very Mm -hmm. fun and just, yeah, it's just, it's just a really, really nice song. Um, And lyrically, I really enjoyed it as well. Yeah. Um, It's a, it's a really good balance of like, obviously, like addressing, you know, topics like toxic masculinity without being overly preachy about it. Yeah. Like being confident without being, obnoxious about it
1: yeah absolutely um,
0: which is quite a tough balance to get especially in, in songwriting um especially now because like you know i kind of talked about this before but like a lot of a lot of music now where where people are being confident in themselves is being confident to the point of like i am the best thing ever like i yeah. am a god and everything in my life is fantastic so it's it's nice to have an uh, an energy that is just sort of like like take me or leave me almost yeah
1: exactly but
0: but i'm happy with myself and that's all that matters
1: yeah that's a really a really good way to put it it's like i feel like a lot of music that is people being like okay with who they are these days it's very cocky and there's definitely some songs that are like that on this on this um list but i think that's what that's something that's very singular about him and a lot of his music um, even he has mm. some songs that are more like exploring like his insecurities there's still like an element of I don't know like mm. there's a line in this song where he says like there's power and vulnerability and I'm like I really get that yeah. from all of his music like I, I can hear that he's being mm. vulnerable but he's also like yeah. appreciative of who he is and I mm-hmm. just love that that's so that's like you said lyrically that's really hard to like put into words and he does it so well Yeah, and it's such yeah, a fun absolutely. song to listen to it's great
0: yeah, very good. Yeah, it was a great vibe. All right, perfect. So, song two then is a song that took you a while. So yes, so th- already this is Ash Nico and Thrust.
1: Yes, yeah, so this is the the complete opposite vibe of that. This is absolute <laughs> confidence, uh, cockiness. Yeah, you know, leaking out of every orifice. Um, <laughs> I love her music. Uh, she, mm-hmm. I like. Uh, is so, like, oozing confidence and, like, kind of anger in a lot of ways mm. in a lot of her music. Um, and I love – this is from one of her, like, old EPs. And I listened to a lot of the songs on it. And for some reason when I first listened to this one, I was like, I don't know why I can't get into this. A lot of her songs are, like, hypersexual and also, like – but have, like, a very funny angle to them, which is, I think, why I really – got into it. Um, like she has this mm. series of Halloween songs that she puts out every year that's just talking about her having sex with various Halloween related things. <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, and she really right. commits to it. But I I don't know what it is about this song. At one point it's something just turned in me. I listened to it just, I guess, on the right day where I was in the right mood. That thing that you were saying before, like sometimes you don't know what you're in the mood for. Right. And I think, you know, after like kind of months of skipping this song when I was would listen to this EP, I mm-hmm. had it on. I was like, oh, there's something about this that I want to like listen to. And I listened to it on repeat, like maybe like 10 times. And I was just like, oh, this song is so, so good. Um mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, 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 it just took me so long, and I now I'm like I don't understand how that happened because I love it so much, and I'll put it on every day if I want to feel good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean because I, so I've I've been listening to this list for a while now. Um, like I've had a, a few listens, and first time I listened to this song, I didn't vibe with it at all. Um, and I can't actually remember what it was that I didn't like about it, yeah, like I'm at the point now where it's like like i just I just like this song, and usually when I'm going through this i I can remember what the journey was like what it is about the song that I just didn't vibe with or I didn't like. I genuinely can't remember now it's just a fun song I just I do remember thinking it was a bit like I just remember going oh okay, um but yeah, I'm really into it,
1: <laughs> yeah, yes. Um that's so exciting that we had the exact same <laughs> <laughs> disappearance of of why, but yeah i I, I don't know I'm, I'm I'm trying to think maybe it was like just the the way it starts is very simple, i guess it's just that that like yeah. brum, 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 brum. i don't I have no idea, but now I listen to it, and I feel so like just excited to just like go out like if I listen to it on a, I'm on a walk, I feel myself like bouncing. Instead of yeah. walking, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, I love it so much. She's so yeah. silly. No, it really is. She's such so, a she's, she's <laughs> so weird and so funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's quite difficult to do that in music as well is like be a bit funny and a bit silly, but not be comedic. Yeah, do you know what I mean, like not be a comedy song.
1: I, I, I should have repl- maybe not replaced a song but i do want to give an honorable mention to a specific artist and song yeah. which relates exactly to what we're talking to now um do you know who little dicky is the rapper yeah a- have you seen his show dave
0: i haven't <gasps> but like a-, a friend of mine's really into it and keeps
1: talking okay him it. well your friend is correct shout out to your friend um and everyone else listening especially if you if you like comedy if you if you are a writer in any way like if you care about like well-written tv it's so good i can't and if you like rap Mm. i can't emphasize how good it is but um the there's a whole arc to his character which is a version of himself where he's literally talking about how he's a funny guy and he's a rapper and that's why some of his stuff is funny um but he's not like everyone keeps comparing him to the lonely island he's like no i'm not like a parody artist Would, yeah. would recommend very good okay
0: perfect excellent um all right song three then is a song from your introduction to music so you've gone for in bloom by nirvana
1: yes so uh this is specifically uh linked to my sister I have a sister who's four and a half years older than me and i remember being in the car when i was about eight and she would have been so what like 12 um And we were on a road trip, like a four-hour road trip, and we would just uh, bring our little Walkmans and, you know, Mm -hmm. bring our our little zip-up album of CDs. Uh, And she had – every now and then I would get bored and be like, like, I'm sick of my CDs. Can we listen to something together? And Mm -hmm. stumbled upon a life-changing accessory that was the double headphone adapter. Um, oh yeah Crazy For 2002, 2003 Don't know how we did it But we, we found one uh, Probably in like an op shop or something um, And She I remember her playing this song And my family On long car trips Was like always my dad Driving and like happily listening to my sister and I Sing along to things in the backseat And my mum Passed out in the front seat Like always Just as soon as she's sitting down And not having to pay attention <laughs> to something She's asleep um, Right and I remember listening to the song and immediately being like, this is cool. And my sister was obsessed with Nirvana. Like she just like became a tween and was like, do you know, do you know about this Kurt Cobain guy? And I was like, I'm eight. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> and she was listening to this song came on. I remember she was listening to the whole album and I heard the chorus and I was like, what is he, what's happening with the, his voice? Like, I, I noticed a harmony for the first time. I'm sure I had noticed, mm. like, s- vocal harmonies before that, but I think because he has such a specific voice and the way that it's balanced in the chorus of that song is so clearly, like... Um, I think maybe what it was was it was panned so that each headphone, one had the harmony and one had the melody. And I think wow. I was listening... On the side that had only the harmony and i was like oh i can hear that really clearly and when i listened to both i was like oh, i can still i didn't know that i had the ability to like hone in on that um right, okay, yeah. and now i'm i've i've done music related stuff like i'm uh i guess a musical comedian I don't, I don't know that i am people keep telling me that i am but um <laughs> i did a lot of musical theater and stuff growing up and i like attribute all of that ability to be able to like harmonize to this song and to that moment because I can remember it so clearly and now like if I wow. listen to anything I'll automatically sing the harmony over the melody because it's so much more fun for me mm. so that's mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's that and I love that song so much
0: beautiful song. that's really cool yeah yeah. so I, I think I've told this story before on the podcast so this is only this is really slightly related to what you said <laughs> so I don't, don't want to take away from what you said because it's beautiful but um <laughs> i had a friend in university who would consistently harmonize with like anything that was like being sung or on tv but to the point where it was like like he would do it with like theme tunes or if there was any sound on the tv or like like a kettle coming to the boil you know stuff like that like anything like that he would just like he would automatically go to harmonize um to the point where once i think he didn't catch himself in time because an ambulance went past and he harmonized with the siren and we were like we <laughs> were like what are you doing and he's like i just harmonizing it." it was like that's not normal behavior that's so strange someone could be dying to, like yeah <laughs> like you need to, yeah you need to take a look at yourself at this point like that's yeah that's a bit much that's um,
1: that's great that's my my housemate <laughs> um is also a musician she's a much better musician than i i am she she can actually like play instruments and sing and I can I can only really sing. Um but we'll be watching shows and the whole will like be singing along with a the theme song and I'll automatically mm-hmm. harmonize and then she'll do like the next one above that and I'll then right. I'll be so impressed by that that I forget what I'm doing and I'm like how are you doing that? <laughs> so now it's you know it's this part of my life now that the goal is figure out how to do that cuz that <laughs> I can't do that so but that's so funny the ambulance Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah. He just caught himself afterwards. I'm like, that's yeah. You've gone too far now. You need to stop. You need to calm down. Um. Yeah. Uh. All right. Song four then is a the song that makes you happy. So you've gone for Shelf by the Jonas Brothers.
1: Yeah. Look, this is where we're going to start losing people. I think. Uh and that's <laughs> fine. You know. You know. You're allowed to. You're allowed to. You're allowed to dislike things. Um, mm. and I'll be honest, I d- only care about Joe. The other two I couldn't care less about, but I've been a Jonas Buzz <laughs> fan for a very long time. Um, their music mm. just makes me feel like a little tween. This song specifically, I just, it's just fills me with joy and I can't really explain why. I can't say what specifically it is. Every moment of the song I listen to and I just feel myself like, every, like, Fist pump in the air! Everything's gonna be great. I have, right. I don't know why. It's like a break. It's like a song about like a girl not like being like taking a guy for granted and like I guess mm-hmm. using him. Doesn't feel like that. It feels like eating ice cream to me. It's <laughs> I, I did a show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival earlier this year, and mm-hmm. my tech knew. I was like, all right as the lights are coming down this this is the last song you put on and i would be behind this screen like dancing like pumping myself up i would have no I, like the way it starts with this like whiny electric guitar the build-up in the bridge their stupid mm-hmm. little teen voices at the time i love it i just love it so much
0: <laughs> yeah it's uh, honestly i i quite liked it i i so I, I've talked about, again, I've talked about this before in the show, but like my, I've had a lot of judgment for particular types of music and particular artists and the Jonas Brothers absolutely fall into that category. Oh yeah. Um, But looking back on the type of music that I did like I, and the kind of judgment that I had, I definitely have missed out on liking the Jonas Brothers at the time because like I listened to, to bands like uh, All American Reject, oh, yeah. for example. And, like, they're not a million miles apart here. There's a, obviously a more sort of theatrical Disney element to the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, definitely. And it's not quite as angsty in that sense. But they're not so far apart that I couldn't have enjoyed both.
1: Yeah, generally. yes, yeah, yeah.
0: Um. So, yeah, like yeah it was it's a it's a fun song i don't i don't have uh, any any issues with it like i know you're going in a little bit uh (laughs) defensive no no um... no
1: no. i just i'm always aware that uh that that of of just like boy band stuff yeah in general i will not disagree that their music is absolutely not majestic it's not like a masterpiece (laughs) um yeah but there are certain songs that are just so fun and like they're they're one of their mm. first their first two albums i would say which mm. i'm not gonna tell anyone what to do but you could always watch the uh documentary about them on amazon prime uh they before they were picked up by like disney they were going for like pop punk kind of things right, so okay. and this this song mm. this the album this song's from is not of that era this song just makes me very happy but mm. i completely agree that like all american rejects um even like reliant k which was a christian band you know how that everyone's like they're very that's another thing that people make fun of them about the promise rings yeah. and all that stuff um but a lot yeah, of yeah, like yeah. kind of like cleanish pop punk Early 2000s yeah. stuff was clearly like a, a reference for them. Um, right. But also, I don't really, the, the way that they are now, in a lot of ways, mm. uh, I saw them live in 2019 three times, I will say four times actually, because <laughs> I lived in LA and I was like, this right. is probably never going to happen again. And yeah, yeah. I do not regret it at all. I had a great time. I got. I mm-hmm. uh, was in LA. I got legally high each time. Sobbed. It was excellent. <laughs>
0: That's good. It's excellent. That's good. I'm. I'm glad you drew attention to the voices as well because I've. I've had. I've had another song from this album on the. <gasps> on a playlist before, which was uh, pushing me away. Great song. Um, I. I again. I fucking love that song, and I really didn't expect to, but I really, really like that song. Um. But yeah, so it was um, it's an American artist called Boy Junior who was on the on the show who um, who picked that song, and she said that they sound like they sound like a producer is telling them to go for a particular vocal sound, mm-hmm. like a, to, to go for like a sort of gothy kind of pop punk kind of energy, and they're like, yeah, okay, I know how to do that, and then they try it, and they're like this is the result. I said they sound like they have stomach cramps,
1: absolutely
0: but yeah uh, I agree still fun
1: (laughs) it's really fun to imitate them as well
0: oh yeah it's really fun yeah I love that I'm pushing me away because it's like run like they just like this weird sort of mouth shape that they must be doing to like make those sounds it's like yeah
1: I'm like trying to hear it in my head now (laughs) yeah I can like hear it wow wow yeah (laughs) so I'm just like I just disassociated and heard that song play fully in my head there's yeah. there's someone on TikTok <laughs> that does a really good Nick Jonas impression and it's very funny.
0: Oh, okay. Ooh, the key
1: okay. is that you know, okay, so we're taking a little tangent, but it's like how, you know, now everyone can do a Lin-Manuel Miranda impression, you know? It's kind of right. just like ooh, ooh, kind of that's the essence of it. Ooh, 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 kind of like nasally and like airy. Yeah. And the Nick Jonas impression yeah. is just like <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Good.
0: Good. Yeah. I think we nailed it. Thank you. All right, great. <laughs> uh song five then is a the song that makes you sad. So you've gone for The Heart of Life by John Mayer.
1: Yes. There's, I've got a whole playlist called Sob that when I need to cry, I just pop on and, and let it let right. it all happen. Um and I have songs that make me sadder than this. But uh-huh. Um, I want to keep them for my little playlist. So I chose this because it makes me sad, but sometimes in a happy way. It's, it's just a very beautiful song. It's it's him. It's basically just him and the guitar for the first little part. It's very sweet, sad little lead in. And he's yeah. kind of talking directly to the person listening, being like, life is very hard and it sucks, but there are good mm-hmm. things that will that can happen. And ultimately there's no good without bad but at the core of it i think everything's you know everything is Mm. ultimately good
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so
1: it's really nice to listen to when you're you know having a breakdown
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's certain lines in that there are like are very like fear is a friend that's been like that's misunderstood beautiful is yeah Really, really, nice. Like it's, like I, I th- that's that's something that like with like things like um public speaking. Like you know, if it if it uh, uses to illustrate something that's maybe not that important, but like reframing your sort of your fear and your nervousness as like adrenaline and excitement. Mm-hmm. Probably, like I don't know why I'm talking about public speaking. It's probably the same for like um live performance and comedy. But like having to reshape and reform those uh, those emotions yeah. is a really really Powerful tool and yeah, looking at fear in that way is it's a really lovely way of of putting that point across.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. From things exactly like that, like I, I was talking to a friend recently actually about a performance related thing, something very big that they had coming up, and they're like, "Oh, I'm just really nervous. Like maybe I should pull out of it." And I was like, "Well, if you weren't nervous, it wouldn't be worth like doing because it shows that you care about it." So that's a very a yeah. very good point. Like he. He is just so good at explaining uh, a feeling. Yeah, that I think is is something that is part of why I'm like I'm such such a big fan of his, and like really really like. This this is so cringy, but like I feel very seen. Very hashtag seen. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> um when I when I listen to his music because it's right. it is for me one of those rare experiences where I'm not just listening to someone talk about something. I'm listening to someone talk about mm-hmm. something, I'm experiencing it. And they're making me experience it at the same time. And it's like I'm right. being observed while like it's just he's just incredible. And the way that he um explains feelings is just beautiful it's so special to me
0: yeah absolutely no I agree i don't think that's cringy at all i like i've I've talked about that on this on the show before but uh um i I love when artists can do that it's it's like i i've really connected with a lot of music that that focuses on um mental health and and, and things like that and I think one of the big reasons for that that i've i sort of worked this out down the line is that um a lot well mental health especially but other other things as well you can convince yourself that everything's in your head and you know what you're experiencing isn't real or you're just being uh it's it's just you being weak-minded or, or or foolish in some way and and having someone who is experiencing the same things that you're you are and putting them across in a really simple and really relatable way does make you feel seen and i think there's a real comfort in that
1: yeah yeah having someone articulate something especially something that either you can't put into words or like you don't have any other example of someone you know putting out there can be so isolating so when like to to listen to because i started listening to john mayo when i was probably like 11 12 um and i remember being and that was you know it started going through puberty and everything and i'm just immediately being like oh my god i thought no one understood but he does yeah Going straight from that simple plan that we talked about before into this, you know? Yeah, yeah, What a spectrum. What a spectrum of emotions that yeah. <laughs> the human brain can experience.
0: Yeah, I see. I see. Um all right, then song six is a song to relax to. So your song is Betrayal by Fiction Family.
1: Oh, it was hard to choose this because their 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 whole self-titled album is so relaxing to me. Um mm-hmm. And I think they even have a second album after this, and I don't know a single song from it. But this one, um, the uh, the lead singer from Fiction Family also is I, I'm pretty sure the lead singer from Phantom Planet. Um, okay. People know like they sing that California song from the the opening credits of the OC. I think most is their most ah, famous yeah. song. Um, yeah. It's just okay. I'm just. Sorry, I'm just quickly going to make sure that I betrayal. I want to listen to, like, the first moment of it as I'm talking oh, yeah, about so. it so that I make sure I'm not talking about the wrong song. Doom, doom. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, has this just, like, when I listen to it, listening to it feels like I'm, like, sitting in, like, a window that has a seat and watching uh-huh. rain which is, you know, what a calming visual. Um, yeah. Even though I think, like, the song itself is kind of like a story and honestly, I don't even really remember what the lyrics are, but the way that it sounds to me, <laughs> I I always feel like I'm just like, okay, this makes me feel like I can, like, lie down and feel very at ease. Mm. Right. Really boring answer. <laughs>
0: No, it makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm. To be honest, I'm glad that you can't remember the lyrical content because I cannot really make head nor tail of what they're talking about. Uh, it's, it's a song about him being shot by the person that he's speaking to in this in this song. Um, and I assume there's a there's some other metaphor to that, but I I, I never got to the bottom of it. Hmm. I think the last lyric is like, "But I'm not dead if what you did don't hurt." and I still can't work out what that sentence is supposed to mean so I'm glad that I'm glad that you don't remember that. but yeah um,
1: yeah I'm, it's coming back to me now that you're reminding me but that's probably also why they're not sticking in my head because right what the fuck is he <laughs> saying
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it's like I I mean I'll I'll go back and listen to the to that album actually because I I really like this song mm-hmm. but um, I mean, it was perfect to have that just a, a relaxing song that you can just like that you have that visual in your head and you can, that's just something to use to to chill out and yeah
1: and another song from this album a bit. that makes me feel the same way is a song called elements combined which is the whole the, the every song in the album i would say sounds unique but also it still sounds like a collection of music from the same people it's very interesting i really i really right. really like it um yeah but yeah, nothing, nothing too uh, in depth about that answer, except for the fact that the sound makes me feel calm, which is so boring.
0: Cool. You know what? I
1: can't always be it's funny. Good. Sorry.
0: That's, that's
1: fine. I'm trying my best.
0: Sometimes I just stick to the brief, get the job done, get out you of here.
1: Yeah, well, just like just like the 50 second song. Sometimes we don't have time. We have to we have to do what it yeah. says. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, song seven then is a song from your pre years. So your song is Madeline by Hanson.
1: Yeah, so this is also one of the backseat songs with the Walkman with my sister. Um, we right. we both loved Hanson when they were, you know, in their heyday, like 97. I would have been like two years old. Um, right. And then I rediscovered, I found her old, um, her album album, uh, middle of nowhere which is their like their breaker album they're like M-bop, and where's the love and all those songs mm. run. Um, right. and I could have really chosen any song from, from this album um, but this I think this is my favorite song from this album um, right and it's really sweet and really fun and it's I guess not a coincidence that I love uh, trio brother bands uh, that are somehow <laughs> linked to religion uh good for them. <laughs> <laughs> they are allowed to believe whatever they want. Um yeah, they um it's just a really sweet song. There's so much classic 90s um like random electronic noises in a part where they couldn't mm. think of how to like put in a guitar solo or something, and like record yeah. scratch yeah. noises and all just like 90s pop extravaganza, you know? It's it's a great time. Um uh, and yeah, I, like I said, so I was about eleven, and I found I found this album, and was like, "Why has no yeah. one talked about this band Hanson?" And everyone was like, "It's you know, two thousand and six. We don't, <laughs> you know, like put on some Black Eyed Peas. Um, I know what Black Eyed Peas, Monkey Business, a great album." But um, I, I, yeah, I just I just suddenly became like a fan girl overnight of everything that I was a fan girl of. Um, I, right. I went from being like a kid who liked things to a kid who was like obsessive with things. And Hanson was probably one of my first big obsessions. And I remember the next year I was in class and we had like the last week of school where the teachers don't really know what to do. And they just like put on videos and stuff. Um, Yeah. We had a fun teacher who was like, you know what? We're going to do fun activities. One day we're going to have like trivia and, you know, we're going to have do these fun things instead of English class. And, and at the end of the week, there'll be, you know, each table, you know, everyone works in their table groups and there'll be a winner or something. And yeah. one of the things she put in the trivia was, like, who is this celebrity? And she and everyone in my class knew that I was obsessed with Hanson. And she put mm-hmm. a little picture of Taylor Hanson. It was the middle one. And I was so obsessive that when I saw it, I saw it and started almost hyperventilating. Like, I was, like, <gasps> and, I, and like, tearing up. And I was, like, oh, my God. And she looked at me like, what are you, like, I put this in for you. Like, and you're being like a, being insane. And I distinctly remember one of the boys from like another table across the room being like, oh, it must be this stupid band that she likes. What's their name? What's the name? Ham, ham something. Ham, ham. And it's like burned in my brain that I ruined my own chance at getting this special trivia question. She put in there for me, Um, but that's yeah. And when I think about preteen years, boy, do I think about you know so much Mm. Hanson, Hanson Jonas Brothers, and so ashamed to say Twilight, but you know, someone's Mm. someone's got to someone's got to be honest, and it's going to be me.
0: Yeah, you know, it was it was a super popular movie series, and yeah, not everyone could have been as, as cool as me and actually not liked it at the time no uh, not everyone had yeah, taste so to be yeah exactly, exactly
1: and i will absolutely watch the movies now and be like this is the worst thing i've ever seen but it's so much fun <laughs> that's
0: good uh, i am so glad that you picked this song um from this album because i hadn't heard it before Ooh. and it's epic
1: yeah it's so
0: much fun yeah. i i absolutely love this song it's i, I don't know i it's one of the most fun songs i've heard in a while and just just the word fun is how i would summarize it like the the basic at the the start the the way the the chorus builds the way i just everything about it it was just it it's just such a good time yes um so i'm really really happy that you picked this
1: song oh that makes me so happy oh my (laughs) god i'm gonna tell my sister she's gonna be thrilled (laughs) <laughs> to introduce <Excellent>. this what <laughs> song from 1997
0: that's insane <laughs> oh, that's that makes me happy song 8 is a cover so you've gone for Video Kill the Radio Star by Joyce Manor
1: yes this is the band uh, that from the story where they said fuck Tiny Albert um, yes <laughs> I I love this cover i remember being, seeing them do it live when i was probably like 19 um and everyone knows this the original version of this song um yeah. and i like i would say the original is better than the, this cover absolutely like right production value wise when you think about like how it has a very unique sound um but i had just never really I think at that point like I there, there was a trend of like pop goes punk covers do you do you remember those yeah where yeah, there was there know. was a lot of people taking pop there were like albums of pop songs being turned into pop punk and I listened to a lot of those but I was like oh this sounds like this band it doesn't sound like um like they sounds like a Joyce Manor song it doesn't sound like they've just done a cover of a popular song and made it what the generic, like, I loved all those Pop Goes Punk covers, but they all sound Mm. pretty much like those bands were doing covers of those songs. They didn't sound like they had written a song and it happened to be a cover. Yeah. And I think this sounds so much like the band and even, like, they changed certain, like, notes and stuff so maybe the chords are slightly different it just doesn't sound exactly like the song which i really like
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's that's the main reason i didn't like pop ghost punk um because i think the first time i heard a song like that i was like oh that's that's so funny that's so cool and then i realized that everyone was doing it. it was like okay well and, and they're all as you said they're all doing the same thing they're all just taking like whatever the four chords are and they're just like they're just playing it out and the, the almost like it's like the joke is it's pop goes punk and then they don't have to, to put any more effort in yeah. to make it different or unique Um, so it's interesting I, I've never really listened to Joyce Manor so it's in- interesting that you said it. it's actually true to their sound um, but when I listened to this I think I was having that feeling of it's just another one of those songs until they got to the course and that first video killed the radio star that they go into when there's just an extra bit of like, I don't know if it's like a second guitar that comes in or if there's like, there's an extra bit of energy that comes into it. And then the second verse is a lot more energetic and fun. And from there it's a much, much it's it, and I I get why they've done that. They are like trying to build the song over the, um over the course of it. But uh when they got to that point, I was like, th- th- "That was when something clicked for me." I was like, oh, "This is this is a bop." This yes, is, this is a lot more fun than I was expecting it to be. Yes, absolutely, really
1: scientifically certified bop. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And even the way it ends, like it kind of just like ends suddenly with them be like bram bram bramp or something that doesn't sound mm-hmm. like the song at all, and the way that he yeah. says the the titular line. Video Kill the Radio Star mm-hmm. is um it doesn't sound like the song either. Like it sounds like he's doing his own little version of singing it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just I just really enjoy listening to it. And it doesn't feel like I'm listening to the same song when I listen to it for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because of those changes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um okay. Song nine then is a song that you would sing at karaoke. So you've gone okay. for wouldn't change a thing from camp rock
1: camp rock 2 let's be
0: so uh, my apologies camp that,
1: that's okay i just don't want anyone to come for you um <laughs>
0: yeah, i appreciate it and I also
1: don't want anyone to come for me listen it's been okay. it's been made evident my taste is all over the place i just love singing this song it's so bad mm-hmm. um in a lot of ways It's a duet between Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas and the visual of it is very funny. It's them at summer camp and he's complaining that she's working too hard as a camp counsellor and she's complaining that he doesn't care enough about being a camp counsellor. It's really funny to me. The problems don't matter at all. It kind of plot-wise doesn't even really make sense towards the, the story of the movie um, but they needed to have some romantic conflict, of course, because they are the, the like main couple in the franchise. Um, right. <laughs> and I, it's such a fun song to like sing and belt is is the main thing. And right, I think karaoke was invented to get drunk with friends, to be inebriated yeah. and be, uh, really just kind of screaming. Uh, Mm. And I don't think this song would ever be on, like, a karaoke thing. Um, But Mm. there have been multiple times where my best friend and I have gotten just, like, drunk in one of our houses and, like, put on YouTube, like, lyric videos and, like, we just, like, grab the TV remote and just, like, (laughs) sing along to things together. And this is always on the list and we always end up, like, Puffed like completely out of breath afterwards, being like, <laughs> Oh, God, it doesn't work out. It's just so much fun. There's a key change that's really fun. Mm. This is before Demi Lovato lost their mind on drugs. So, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, happier times, mm. I guess. Um, Joe Jonas had curly hair at that point in time, crazy. He does again now, I guess. Anyway, it's just a very fun song. It makes me. Super happy. I love putting this on in the car. I, yeah. There's been at least two times I can remember driving in traffic and really letting this out and then realizing someone in the car next to me is transfixed <laughs> and like appalled watching me. So <laughs> that's it.
0: That's it. Yeah. I think it's a sign that both of those things are a sign of a good karaoke song. Like if you if you finish the song and you can't breathe anymore mm. that's a good sign if you're singing the song in the car and you can't help but belt it out even though you know there are people around you also a good song
1: yeah exactly so yeah yeah
0: that's a good energy yeah yeah
1: i will never um, ever go to a karaoke place and absolute and actually do this song but right if for some reason i lost all inhibition maybe i would <laughs>
0: I think it would be a fun song. Like, there's, there's, there's bound to be a few people that would connect with it, like on a sort of um, uh, nostalgic kind of way. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a fun enough song. It's a fun enough. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Why not?
1: <laughs> I'm judging myself so much. <laughs> uh,
0: all right, song ten is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So you've gone for Silence by Layla Blue?
1: Yes. So I think of this song and in a positive way, it was one of the few positive things that I had when I was I was living in LA, I was working in like film and TV and trying to do comedy there. And I was an assistant on like on a film. Basically, my whole job was like what you see in TV, driving around, getting people coffee, getting food, um, and dropping Mm. off like hard drives and stuff. And there's so much traffic and Um, I have like a lot of chronic pain issues and sitting down isn't great for, I got like lower back pain and obviously lots of traffic means lots of sitting and I would just be like in the car in pain. Um, and this is one of the songs that would like distract me enough that I kind of would forget about that and just be really enjoying like singing along in the car. Um, and she has such a beautiful voice effortless voice and i've watched her like on like clips of her singing and she's singing these like really high clear beautiful notes and she's not like her face isn't moving at all which is (laughs) just so impressive to me um yeah yeah and i think this was her first song from a a chunk of really great songs that i love that all remind me of like being stuck in traffic in la hating my life but then hearing these songs and kind of being like everything's gonna be fine, like have a nice time, enjoy these fun little songs in the car. Um mm. also really fun to like sing along to in traffic.
0: Right. It's a similar it's a similar sort of energy to um Average Joe, I think, in a way, which is like it's a it's a it's a vibe that fits a lot of different situations. And it's weird that I'm comparing it to a song which is I say relatively low energy compared to um, what Little Blue is doing, but the it's funny you said that about her vocal performances. Like she is hitting a lot of very high notes, and uh, like the vocal performance is incredible, but it still feels effortless, yeah, almost. And uh, it's a really interesting vibe for a song. It's a really like interesting dynamic. That sort of like incredible difficult vocal performance in what is a very very chilled song i think
1: yeah I, and like even the dynamics of like the way the song is built like not to get too mm-hmm. boring with it but like Go for it. there's so many layers in little moments of like silence uh, well, but the song is called silence so yep. that's very cool for there to be literal moments of of, of silence and, and tension building and stuff. And I find that a lot of them are right. broken up with these really little, little poppy noises. And I think mm-hmm. it just matches mm-hmm. really well. And it does make it effortless is a great word because it does feel very effortless. Um, but obviously yeah. so much work and intention has gone and a thought has gone into that. Um, yeah. And it's just it is just effortlessly fun. Yeah. It's a great time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Excellent. All Song 11 then is a song that reminds you of a specific person so your song is Believe by Cher
1: Yes which has had a resurgence I believe in the last couple of years on like TikTok and stuff um, but mm-hmm. that is not why so there's a, a specific story linked to this one of my best friends in the world Kelsey um, we lived together for a long time in LA we, we've known each other for almost 10 years um, but they did uni here we met doing uni here in Melbourne and then just over life ended up both in LA and and we're still very close um and we went to Disneyland one day while we were in LA and we like I said you can't lock me up weed is legal there um mm-hmm. decided <laughs> to get high at Disneyland and we were in my car waiting um to park and it was there were quite a few cars and we were going to wait until we were fully parked and Kelsey said you know why don't we just get our little weed pens out now we're just basically moving a little bit forward and then we're going to park and I was like okay great so we you know have have some drugs and we <laughs> uh the the song changes and it's like in at the same moment that we both are like whoa shares believe comes on and immediately like God, this is good. This is such a good song. We're dancing in the car. We're having the best time. We, we're, like, put the windows down um, and just start singing along. And we look over to the side of the car and there's, like, a family-sized, um, like, SUV car with, like, really dark-tinted windows. And uh-huh. all the windows are up except the back passenger window. And we look and we're like, oh, my God, look, and there's a baby. There's a, a, t- a probably, like, one-and-a-half to two-year-old sitting in its baby seat, looking out the window, looking at us, smiling. Uh And we're like, oh, baby! And we start waving. And we're like, oh, hi, Uh hi. And the baby starts smiling and waves at us. And we're like, oh, come And then as if it was, it knew that it was going to break our brains, the baby kept smiling but stopped waving, dropped its hand, still smiling. And then slowly the smile disappeared and it looked like mad at us Uh and then the window just slowly went up (laughs) as if the baby and each thing happened within like 10 second increments so as if the baby was (laughs) like hey hey look at these guys waving at us smiling we're like hey and then the baby was like okay i'm glad you're enjoying yourself but you know, calm down. And then we were like, we kept trying to indulge this baby, and it was like enough now. <laughs> and then we were like, ha, 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 this is great. And then the baby was like, fuck you, and put up the window. <laughs> and then it was like, just at that moment, that the car in front of us moved, so we had to move, and we were crying, laughing, like we were like, what, what just happened? <laughs> and shares believe is just like pumping, and we thought it was so funny, and we just like played the song on on the drive home the like, night, the entire drive on a loop, just screaming yeah. it with the best day. Um, and we still just, we'll send each other voice notes, just doing our little share impressions, just being like, do you believe in life after life? Um, and we always think of that baby and I wonder where that baby is now and how old it is and what it's doing with its life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as I said, we've, we've a, a son that age in, in, in the house and, yeah, like I can totally see that happening. <laughs> there's there's so expressive and strange and there's so many times that he'll just like do a face or look at us a certain way and I'm like, What is your problem? <laughs> like, um he was <laughs> he was getting really sassy the other day and um <laughs> my wife uh like loves affection, like loves like when he's like hugging or kissing or anything like that and he was just not in that kind of mood. And uh she was like reading a book and he he came and took it from her and then gave it to me and then sat with me Aww. so I would read the book to him and she started like pretending to cry so yeah. she started doing this and he did the same thing and then started laughing and then he pointed at her and it sounded like he, he said "sadass," and <laughs> again just broke us Like <laughs> so now anytime she's a little bit emotional just like sadass.
1: <laughs> that's so funny Oh my God. My nephew is, um, well, we won't talk about babies too much. We know the people here for the music. But my nephew, <laughs> my nephew's two and a half, and, and I, I rub my dad, I've got a, a very shiny, bald headed dad, and mm. it's like a tradition. I rub his head really aggressively when I'm like leaving and I go, rub for luck. Right. That's just like a fun way to have, have him to withstand me rubbing his head really hard. Yeah. And then I, said Will why didn't you do it Will come on and he did and I, and, he say, and I said and you say rub for luck and he went no nah, fuck <laughs> uh-uh. and so now every time we do it I have to do it the proper way and then he does it and he says sounds like he's just swearing at my dad it's very funny we've got it on I've got like a video of him doing it and I was saying can you just say it again can you say it again say it again and he's just innocently smiling at the camera just repeating himself over and over again it's excellent
0: that's good that's good. good. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Song twelve. Then it's a the song that motivates you. So you've gone with "I'm Here" from The Color Purple.
1: Yes. Oh, this song is just so beautiful. Is um, the version that you listen to is that with Cynthia Erivo singing? Uh, probably no, from the original from like the cast that was like recorded.
0: Oh no! I think I listened to it. Was it Fantasia?
1: Ooh. I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was good, whoever it was singing, but um, the version on, I think the, the 2009, 17 or 18 cast, I don't know, um, mm-hmm. uh, And uh, uh, Cynthia Erivo is the, who played the, the character that sings this song when they did the revival on Broadway, um, it's one of the best things I've ever heard and seen. There's like videos of her doing it at the Tonys and stuff. And it's like, ah, it's just so, very moving. And the mm. song, I haven't actually seen the movie or even the musical. I only know this song. Right. But um, everything she's saying in it, she's talking about how, um, I guess she's talking to someone that has that doesn't love her or something, but the whole thesis of the song is basically that she's been through a lot of hard stuff,
0: mm. but
1: she's beautiful and she's strong and she's she's very grateful for the things she has and all this stuff. And it's a black woman singing in a story about black women and their families all this stuff. It's very empowering, very inspiring to me. Um, I will say I am white, just, just not, not saying I relate to that in any way, but it's just very inspiring in general. Um, And I listen to this song definitely on my sobbing playlist. Number one on my sobbing playlist, I would say. Um, it just i don't know what it is about about it that just like brings me like centers me and makes me be like oh everything's going to be fine listen to this mm. beautiful voice
0: yeah yeah um yeah it's probably the other end of the spectrum of what we talked about with like Oscar Scheller. it is that bit more sort of bombastic boastful confident kind of vibe which is yeah and it's not it's not cocky but it's it's i when i when I said about what like what I liked about Oscar shallow and that but sort of more like i don't know more sort of humble um approach to it that's not to say I don't like listening to like strong powerful women especially sing about like you know being confident in themselves and um yeah it's uh i I can see that it's 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 a very it's a very very powerful song to listen to for sure yeah.
1: And I know that I probably should watch the movie or the musical to understand, con- <laughs> like, context-wise. I'm sure it's even more beautiful, right? Um, but I just, I, it's, and I only really have listened to it a lot over the last like six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so good, and I just love it so much. It always makes me feel so, so like warm. Yeah, like everything's gonna be all right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. Okay. Uh, Song 13, then, is a song that someone introduced you to. So you've gone for Mm -hmm. I Have a Face by Jude Pearl.
1: Yes. So Jude Pearl is a Melbourne-based, born-bred comedian, musical comedian. And I had no idea. I didn't know any of her stuff. It was around the time that I was living overseas, I think, in the pandemic. I mean, we're still in the pandemic, people. Um, But during the big lockdown that we had here, throughout 2020 um my friend also comedian lena moon um posted this song on her instagram story and was like oh ever since she 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 said something along the lines of ever since she saw the show that had this song in it at the melbourne international comedy festival in Mm -hmm. 2019 i believe she's like i just haven't stopped listening to it so good and i was like oh i wonder what this is it was one of those rare times that someone posted something and actually listened to the song.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then I, I think I was intrigued cause I didn't know, I didn't know Jude. I didn't know of her at that point. And I maybe clicked on um, her page. I was like, Oh, it's someone from Melbourne. I'll, 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 listen to it. And I just immediately was like transfixed. I was like, her voice is like nothing I'd ever heard before. So, so clear. So uh, like tonally mm. beautiful and and really yeah cl- clear is like the best word I guess like f- kind of f- flawless um, and really fun and all of her songs are that way and since I've um, I've met her she's so lovely she's such a like down to earth normal nice person and I got to see her show her next show since then participation award for the, that has an album that's just come out over the last few months. And there are songs on that that I'm now obsessed with as well. And I got right. to see the show live with a, with a huge band. I got to see it with just her with a keyboard. Um, mm-hmm. and now I like sometimes like we'll go to gigs and she'll be on the lineup and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm so glad I was introduced to this thing for like in a way that I, I, I wouldn't normally because right. it's someone from like the community that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally that happens from, like, you go to a gig or you're doing a gig and that person's then you see them perform. Right. Um, but it felt so different to that because it's the first person in this community that I've had, like, this connection to personally. I'm like, they don't know who I am, but I've right. listened to this song yeah. so many times and it and it makes me feel so, I don't know, like, seen and calm and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I just love introducing other people to her music now too. And I'm just like... The gift that keeps on giving. When when someone introduces you to something really good, you just want to show a thousand people.
0: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, I had a really great time with this song. Um, I've I listened to a couple of of Jude songs before, and I I don't know if she still does it, but she she went through a period anyway, very briefly. Like I'm I'm, I'm uh, I watch quite a lot of stuff on Twitch. Um, Lena Moon being a very good example of of someone I watch a lot of. Um yeah. but I think Jude streamed maybe two or three times, so I got to watch her like and she was doing covers and her originals and stuff. So um but yeah, her, her voice is ridiculous. And what I really, really liked about this song is it like similar to what we talked about with um Ashniko, is that when we talked about it? But like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it's it is quite difficult generally speaking, I, I find it quite difficult for musical comedy to get that Balance between being a very very good and well written song and also being very very funny. Um, Yes, I think typically it tends to be one or the other, and like musical comedy tends to be very focused on the on the comedy of it, which is which is fine. Like that's that's what you're going for, but like it's really well written and really well performed as well, which is just uh, like yeah, it's it's very difficult to get, and it's also very like a very nice message. And
1: oh yeah,
0: it's a nice thing to come back to. It's like it's sort of, and I, if I may make an observation, it may be something that you connect with as well because it feels to be like a similar sort of messaging to a couple of other songs that you've picked, which is like if you strip everything back to like the very basics, then there's there's a there's a comfort in that in terms of like you know uh, I have a face, you have a face. And that's a very like simple message, but it's a it's a very uh, it's a very nice anchor point to have as like a sort of a comfort to that. And I think it's similar to very similar to my shiny teeth and me, and it's very similar to the highlight <laughs> as well. Um, is that it's a sort of like if you take everything back and you strip it back to its component parts, like everything's good or everything's the same. we're all the same, like we're all connected. I think there's a real comfort in that as well, as well as it being a very funny and well written song
1: yeah absolutely yeah and it's it is so funny it's so heartwarming uh yeah all all of jude's songs especially the ones that are clearly supposed like there are a couple that are more just earnest songs that i think in the structure of shows of hers that i haven't seen Mm -hmm. um but all of the ones that are clearly comedic songs also have like this underlying like heart or earnestness to them
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that I agree. Make it. There's like the, it's well written musically. It's well written lyrically. It's funny and it makes you like feel things, which I think Mm. is like you said, it's quite hard. And a lot of musical comedians don't really, don't really pull that all of that off, Mm. um, which Mm. is part of why it's so impressive. And her voice is just absolutely insane. Um, and you're right. Like the message is something very, very simple and clear. And I've noticed watching a lot of people in the in the comedy community here um that a lot of the artists that i really really like both like musical comedy and just general comedians whether they like sketch stand-up whatever it is Mm -hmm. do have very clear ideas of of what they're trying to say and they they get that out there in a very uh in their own way because i think that that's Mm -hmm. you know the goal i would say as a comedian is like say whatever i'm saying and make sure people can clearly understand it um with the added element of like having that to music like Mm. it's just so impressive to me
0: yeah yeah absolutely Um, another quick aside but it's also really interesting that you said that you never click on those links uh, when people share a song because that is actually how this uh podcast (sighs) came about in a way, wow. Because like the the inspiration for this initially is um have you ever seen those like 40-day song challenges on Facebook? Yes. That's basically where this came from is because uh I thought that would be a really interesting thing to actually dive into someone's 40-day song challenge, but when you post one song at a time, one song a day, no one cares. Like what happens yeah. is like some one person who's really into music will post for like seven days and then they'll realize they're getting two likes a post and they'll stop, and yes, no one who they tag, uh, will will join in either. It's so like me and my wife and uh a friend of mine, um, we put together like our song challenge playlists and we put it all in one big thing and then we listen to it and that's why I sort of that's when I was like. This is quite interesting. It's quite nice to listen to other people's like what makes them tick and what makes them feel certain things. Um so that that's yeah, that's definitely. like sort of the the origin story of the podcast. So yeah, it's interesting. That's so uh, cool. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Bit of Love lore. That. Um so canon. song Yeah, <laughs> it's canon, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so song 14 then is a song you wouldn't expect to like so your song is Blood Knuckles by House versus Hurricane
1: yeah so I I maybe recontextualized the question
0: because
1: yes. yep. I think other people wouldn't expect me to like this was the way that I phrased it only because
0: sure
1: I kind of uh I'm very open to liking anything like yep. I said, I do listen to the same things, the same forty songs over and over again, and nothing else really right. but there's music I hear all the time and I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. This is so cool. This is so cool. There's really something that I don't like. Mm. So I was like, okay, okay maybe I'll just, I'll, 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 phrase it in that way. Um, right. and like I said, when I was a teen, I was, I had a screamo emo phase. Yeah. Um, and I think I chose this song rather than one of the bands that I listen to even more than this, because it's like a not as well known kind of. Screamer band. I think it's an Australian band too. I'm going to quickly Google it. House first. Hurricane band. Yeah, this Australia- Yeah, they're from Melbourne. There you go. They're from okay. Melbourne. There you go. Amazing. So I'm actually just being. I'm just supporting my local, um, my local musicians because I'm a, a wonderful human being. Um you for you. <laughs> But but there are there are you know a lot of other bigger pop-punk bands that i would have listened to a lot and a lot more but i feel like this kind of was a song that was had a lot more like full-on heavy screamo mm. that i specifically remember playing like having this on and a friend coming over and it being playing in my room they'd be like what the f- oh my god what is that and they'd be like this is great what do you mean they're like what it where is <laughs> like the the i don't know Phineas and Ferb theme song or something—I don't know—something they would expect from me. Just some like Disney Channel, right. Nickelodeon bullshit. Um, and I really like this song, and I really like the 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 screamo bits of it. The like way they do that classic like hardcore guitar in it, and I really like the 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 bits where it's like the melody with the singing. It's—I I really really like the song.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I really liked it as well and I'm not like Screamo's not ever been a thing that I've really connected with and I think it's it's probably just from from doing this show and listening to a lot of different things and you know trying to not judge things based on their genre or the artist and just you know seeing how I feel about it um yeah I really liked it and like you know you're you're right to contextualise the question that way because I think again from doing this show like this is you know we're like over 30 th- episodes in um like, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't pick this category if I were to redo the questions because now looking at my taste in music, like, there isn't really a song that I wouldn't expect to like. It's more to do with like, you know, stuff that f- falls outside what my bubble was, or what you know, what what genres I like, and then you know, something that's maybe different to that. So, um. And a few people sort of like call me out on that a little bit which is good and you know it's it, it's good to get like sort of a different take on it as well um but yeah it is think it's, like it's a it's it's a great song and probably something I wouldn't expect to to go into and enjoy a sort of more sort of screamo heavy kind of uh yeah that kind of energy but yeah but it's really, it's really fun. fun yeah it is fun yeah yeah absolutely.
1: from melbourne congratulations yeah. <laughs> to them. <laughs>
0: All right. Song 15 then is a song that you think everyone should listen to. So, okay, so... I've, I've spoiled this already a little bit, but you've gone from My Shiny Teeth and Me.
1: Yes, which is uh, sung by the character Chip Skylark in the iconic television show, Fairly Odd Parents. Um, I thought, you know, let's end with a bang, slash, a joke, slash, an important message for the people. Right. Um, And I. Fucking love this song I listen to it all the time Every time I put it There's also a pop Like a pop punk version Of this song Which is very funny Mm. Um, But the original version From the show Excellent It's so much fun The message of the song Is To brush your fucking teeth (laughs) (laughs) Sorry I swear so much But It's fine It's important Okay I'm going to tell you All a true story I have, I have rheumatoid arthritis, which means that my, like, joints kind of, like, are rotting inside <laughs> me. And because of that, I have, like, lots of inflammation. Mm-hmm. As we all do, you know, I didn't go to the dentist for a couple of years in a row. Normal. Right. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be shamed. Yeah. And I was brushing my teeth. I'm going to be honest with you. Once a day. Not enough. Better than none. Yeah. Not enough. Not enough. Uh, and to that, up, up until that point, um, I hadn't ha- had any cavities. I had maybe had a couple seals put on and the dentist was like, you got to floss, go do this stuff, especially now that you've found out you have this arthritis. The risk of your, like your gums being in- inflamed this much means that your teeth could rot faster and you need to take very good care of them. And I was like, okay, bitch, see you in a couple years.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Went about my little life. Stepped up my game, brushed my teeth twice a day as the bare minimum of what everyone should be doing. Mm-hmm. Went to the dentist thinking, I've, I've done more than I used to do. I'm probably fine. I had seven new cavities that had never been there before. Wow. And I have a locked jaw, so I can't keep my mouth open for very long without it really hurting. So I had to have a dentist appointment a week for six months because they couldn't get it all done in more than like half an hour increments. Okay. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So now what do I do every morning? I floss. I use enamel protection toothbrush. To- sorry. Enamel protection toothpaste. I mm-hmm. use non-alcohol based mouthwash. Then I use more cavity protection toothpaste, which I let sit into my teeth. We did mm-hmm. that morning Do that night. Everyone guess what? Went to the dentist the other day. Nothing's changed in my teeth. They're great. So Good. this has been an educational message for all to brush your fucking teeth and to listen to this song while you do it because it's such a good song. It's the most fun you could ever have listening to this. I'm going to look up exactly how long the song is because if they were really, really smart, they would make it as long as it takes. Okay, the song is two minutes and 31 seconds. You're supposed to brush your teeth for two minutes. Perfect. You should brush your teeth every time to this song. That's my message.
0: Get Good. so it's, it's important to have an educational note um
1: i get very it's like,
0: mad It's uh, yeah rightly so um i tell like uh, you obviously have no reason to know this but my my wife when she listens to this episode is gonna come and scream in my face um <sighs> because this is a thing this is an ongoing argument in my in our in our house um because since lockdown, it's mm-hmm. fallen out of my routine. So I don't Which, brush my teeth in the morning. I brush my teeth at night. And I keep re- trying to remember to, but I keep forgetting.
1: Got to so, set an alarm. Um, we got to do, Shame. we got to figure something out for you here. That's, <laughs> I get it. I, and that's, and the thing, you know, that we all know, I guess those of us who live in countries that had lockdowns, mm-hmm. Um will understand is you're hanging on by a thread you 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 know (laughs) so i don't have the mental capacity to brush my teeth yeah you don't always you you don't always have the faculties to do everything you need to take care of yourself. so that is far that is okay i'm not going to begrudge anyone not 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 taking care of their teeth for mental health reasons or you know that's okay but also you're going to be the one paying your dentist bills that's all i'm going to say
0: yeah yeah that's it I'm, I'm like, I would love to. I'm not going to pretend that it's a mental health thing. It's just being an idiot. It's just forgetting, consistently, just not remembering to do it and not getting into the habit of it. Um, yeah, I'd love to play that card, but I, I can't in good conscience. Um, I
1: think you're just saying that because you know your wife will listen, and and you want her to not be the one to hold you accountable. Is that what it is? So you can
0: get ahead I, of the gonna, game. As soon as she hears this, she's gonna like. I swear, like she will like. She she will have already approached me and got in my face before she hears me say this in the episode. As soon as she hears you say that, she will pause it, run in, and go. I fucking told I told you to brush your teeth. Um, I'm on
1: her team. I'm on her team with this one.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But
1: but also I understand I understand what you're what what you're going through. You're you know (laughs) that's okay. But she is right.
0: Look, it's okay to say to me that I've been the wrong here. It's fine uh i i accept it i just i I'll, I'll i need to be better i need to do better
1: well maybe if you listen to this song while you do yep. it you'll get in the habit of being excited to do it because the song I, is the best
0: that is possible yeah yeah did, did yeah, you like I've the song been, i've been using barney the dinosaur um you know when i'm brushing my teeth on top you know that that song um yep. and it's not really just it's not really just vibing with me so maybe that's the reason yeah no. um I did like this song. I had a lot of fun with this song, and uh, it is just a fun, boppy kind of energy. And I wasn't even thinking about just brushing my teeth. I was thinking of it from the from the whole like um, I have a face and the heart of life uh, side of things. Like you know, just like focusing on little small victories and small things you can say. Like here is a thing that is a an absolute is is a stable in my life yeah that's um, true
1: you took it in a much in a much uh, more uplifting beautiful way and i took it as a cautionary tale about brushing your yeah. <laughs> teeth but no that's so Both true and it. it is very sweet like the opening lyrics are when you're feeling lonely sad as- when i'm feeling lonely sad as i can be all mm. by by myself on a deserted island in an endless sea what makes me happy fills me up with my glee Fil- what makes me happy fills me up with glee those bones in my jaw that don't have a floor, my shiny teeth and me. That's that's Shakespeare could have written that. <laughs> that's beautiful. He loves his teeth. My yep. favorite line of the whole song is when he says, why should I talk to you when I've got 32 shiny teeth and me? <laughs> so funny. So good. He's like, he's, he's so passionate about how, how much he loves, how healthy and beautiful his teeth are. Yeah. But he doesn't, want he's like i don't even need friends yeah (laughs) my teeth are my friends that's that's kind of that's that's a little bit strange
0: yeah yeah you may have gone a little bit too far in that direction you know like really embracing the whole loving your teeth thing yeah you might need people in your life it's um that's important too
1: yeah yeah. um yeah
0: all right so a lovely educational note to end on so um yes. thank you very much i'm
1: so sorry for yelling at you and everyone that's, else that's
0: fine it's 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 deserved and anyone else who who is feeling attacked you fucking should just brush your teeth that's um, right bitch yeah um <laughs> do you have anything that you want <laughs> sorry just just ending the podcast on that's right bitch that's great that's right um, bitch, of course do you have anything that you want to uh plug or or promote before we wrap up
1: hmm I guess uh, if you if you don't already follow me on social media stuff, my um, handle is at Ashley Crap App, like crap like poo, and then yep. you just add another AP, and that's that. Um, okay. uh, yeah, just I'm – Melbourne, if people in Melbourne are listening, you can find what gigs I'm doing. Uh, my Instagram, I'm doing Melbourne Fringe Festival. Um I'm doing Sydney fringe and Melbourne Fringe this year, doing my my like uh solo show Ouch. I'm hoping actually to come to Edinburgh next year. Um oh, wow, okay. So, you know, do a big do a big trip. Come say hi. Mm-hmm. Um all around oh, the other hemisphere. Um i'd say the better hemisphere in a lot of ways but also i guess antarctica is down here and that's pretty great you know penguins are good um yeah i'm so bad at plugging things if you can't tell follow me on twitter i don't know (laughs) live your life (laughs) brush your teeth (laughs) my last final plug of course is to brush your teeth
0: yeah absolutely I'm so bad at promoting things. Are you? I just asked you what you what you've got going on. You said penguins are good. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay,
1: <laughs> it's not inaccurate. They're good. No, it's,
0: true. it's it is true. It is true. And everyone. I don't know
1: sure. anyone that's ever met a, a bad penguin. You know.
0: Completely. Yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Ashley.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. I'm so sorry that I've really. Things have gone off the rails somehow, but I've, I've had the best time. Just know that.
0: And that is it for episode 34 of Mixtape and Identity. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, go and check out Ashley wherever you can. Uh, follow her on Instagram, follow her on Twitter. Uh, she's just great. So go and check her out. Um, yeah, penguins are good, and brush your teeth. If you like this show and you want to support it, uh, you can do that financially through the coffee link. We have that set up in the link tree, so um, you can buy me a coffee, chuck me a couple of quid to say thank you for an episode that you've enjoyed, no monthly obligation. If you're not in a position to do that, absolutely fine. Uh, leave us a review, tell your friends, uh, share it in your stories, all that good stuff. All the support is very much appreciated. Uh, yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts now as well. So, um, if you're listening on Apple, please leave us a review. That would be much appreciated. I- I'm told it helps the algorithms. I have no idea how, but um, yeah, we'll just uh, pray to Steve Jobs, I guess. I'll be back next week for episode 35. So, in the meantime, look after yourselves, and we'll speak to them.